Hi, this is Carol Carter, and I want to welcome you to this week's edition of Mike Cobb's Offshore Investor Report, a very special edition because we are going to talk about an area of Mike's expertise that we haven't touched on yet. I mean, you know, it's the offshore oracle, and that we've related mostly to land investments offshore, which you should be doing, but he also has an incredible expertise in um, cryptocurrencies. So, Mike, let's get into it. Hey, Carter. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, we, we it, it's this is another one of those subjects we we skirted right past a couple of weeks ago and we promised the, the viewers we come back to. You really have um, developed a, a very substantial expertise in the in the cryptocurrencies. As a matter of fact, I, I believe you were just one of the featured speakers um, in February or in January, rather. In Miami at the at the let me get the title right the North American yeah. Bitcoin Conference is that I, I right I was I was and then I also just got back from Miami where I spoke at three different uh, crypto conferences including the Bitcoin uh, 2022 which had over thirty thousand uh, Bitcoiners there it was incredible uh, it, it it really it, it's it it it's uh, it's just something to see when you when you got thirty some thousand folks who are all Bitcoin enthusiasts gathered together for a conference. Uh, the electricity in the air is 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 just uh, palatable. I mean, it was, it was spectacular. Um, but can I can I correct one thing you said? You, yeah. you said that I'm an expert in cryptocurrency, and that's not really true. Uh, my my expertise is in the interface between cryptocurrency and real estate. Uh, that that Excellent. that's really because I'm mean, cryptocurrency such a, such a big broad topic. That that yep. that no one can be an expert in cryptocurrency, right? But but that's yeah. my yeah. specific focus and expertise. Yeah. Well, you have. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for that correction, that clarification, because it is very important. I mean, and, and what what impresses me is that you know you were really a pioneer in offshore investing over 25 years ago now, yep. and now yep. you're. I want to say it. Put it this way. You're pioneering that relationship between cryptocurrency and offshore investing. Fair enough. A absolutely. And, Good. you know, and, and it really all got started about five years ago when we took our very first Bitcoin payment. You know, somebody came to us and they said, hey, you know, I'd like to buy some. It was actually teak. Uh, it was one of our teak plantation parcels in Panama. And they said, uh, you know, we'd like to buy this teak, couple parcels, but can we pay with, with Bitcoin? And I'm like, I don't know, but let me find out. And I went and talked to a couple of people in the organization who I knew had some crypto experience. And, and we set up a wallet and we took that payment five years ago. And what was interesting is, and, and I mentioned that, that, the, that this Bitcoin conference in Miami where you, know, you had 30,000 people all running around, like they all know each other. They all, I mean, it's a very small community. Granted, 30,000 people is a lot of people, but compared to 300 million people in the U.S., I mean, it's, you know, it's a drop in the bucket, right? Yeah. It's a tight-knit community. And word started to spread that we would take Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies in exchange for Teak or properties and properties. And so our, our, our crypto business has just grown, grown, grown. But the other thing that's been really neat is that because we, you know, we do take it, and, and we're in the real estate space and it is an alternative real estate space because it's offshore. Right. And and so crypto is kind of an off, you know, outside the box thing and and offshore real estate is kind of an outside the box thing. Yeah. So there's yeah. this real overlap in interest between people who own crypto 
and people who are looking for offshore real estate. And so we got invited to start presenting at a lot of the conferences uh, that are crypto and Bitcoin centric. So uh, that that was really sort of the next evolution of it. And then, you know, being around these folks and being in that space, you know, I've learned a lot. But but um, but there's my goodness, that that industry changes every second. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's just I mean, yeah. Right. Every, every second. I, I think let's do this. I want to I want to get into specific. We talked yeah. about property investment with Bitcoin and one of the areas that we, we have touched on before, but I want to get a little more into now is the incredible work you're doing in El Zante and El Salvador. So we can talk yeah. about that. Then I want to broaden more generally into a, a an observation you made to Business Insider, but we'll finish up with that. But first, okay. in the, the you talked about your the land that people can buy from you, the homes they can buy from you yeah. with Bitcoin. And that, of course, uh, El Zante and El Salvador just jumps to the forefront when we say that. Talk yeah. a little bit about what's happening in El Zante, what you have, what you've seen there, and what you expect there. Sure. Well, you know, it, it's funny. So last June, so almost a year ago now, I was speaking at the Bitcoin conference, the same one I was at at Miami, but last year's version. Uh, and and I was approached on the second day of the event by this guy. And it's an interesting story. So this guy taps me on the shoulder, or whatever. And he goes, Hey, you know, you Mike Cobb and like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Mike, and my name is Mike Peterson. I'm like, nice to meet you. And whatever. And he goes, you know, I'm, I've got this piece of property down in El Zante, uh, uh, that, that I'd like to develop. I'm in the food business. Uh, you guys are great developers. Again, we were the only development company at the Bitcoin conference, uh, last great. year. And we were one great. of two this year. I mean, it's incredible. But anyway, so, he goes, you guys are developers. I checked you. I saw you yesterday. I checked you out last night. You guys, would you be interested in looking at that? I said, absolutely. I said, well, here's what I need, Mike. I need I need a copy of the title. I need uh, some maps, maybe a topo if you have that, a couple pictures, any kind of write-up. Just, just send me you know, a few documents. And when I give people those instructions, most people go away because they don't have title, you know, whatever. Who knows, right? They don't have maps. But this guy, right. this was, I, I mean, it might have been a Friday or a Saturday, but by Monday, Tuesday of the next week, I'm getting emails from this guy. Here comes the survey. Here comes the title. Here comes this, that. And okay, I'm like, all right, so it's real. Get on the phone and we start talking about what it could look like. And he, you know, I'm looking at the, the property and, and whatever. And over the course of four or five weeks, we, we figure out a letter of intent, right? And so we get this letter of intent and I hand it off to my business partner, Joel Nagel, who's uh, one of one of the folks that you do programming with here. And, oh, yeah. and, uh, uh, and, and he's a lawyer. So, so I hand it off to Joel and I'm like, Hey, Joel, we got this letter LOI kind of figured out. Would you put it into something formal? So the next morning I get a call from Joel's secretary, Mary, and she goes, Mike, 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 do you know who you're working with in El Salvador? And I'm like, mm, yeah, Mike Peterson. And he, she goes, yeah, but do you know who he is? And I'm thinking, Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop. Like, all right, whatever. Yeah. She goes, he's the godfather of Bitcoin in El Salvador. I'm like, right. what? And, and, and right. she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy that got it all started there. Oh, and, and I didn't mention this, but 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 at that conference, the president of El Salvador announced this was June last June. He announced that in September, September 7th, he was making Bitcoin legal tender in El Salvador. So which is fantastic. Which, oh, and we're going right? to talk about that, which is fantastic. OK, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, so this guy, Mike Peterson. I mean, here I am. I've, I've talked to him now, I don't know, 10 times on the phone, emails back and forth. He never once mentioned to me that he was the guy that got uh, Bitcoin started in El Salvador. It's just, and, and in that moment, I said to myself, 
this is exactly the kind of guy that I want to work with. Right. Yeah. Here's a guy yeah. who didn't hold it out there. Oh, I'm beating his chest. I'm the godfather. No, no, no. He's just Mike Peterson, food business, has a little piece of property, wants to develop it. Right. And and so that was the foundational piece of the relationship. And it got it all started. And um, anyway, so things are moving. We, we uh, uh, we're into uh, uh, changing the zoning of the, this agricultural. So we've changed the zoning. Now we're working right. with an engineering firm. Uh, to get all of our engineering done so we can apply for environmental permits. So yeah, it, it's moving forward. But anyway, uh, just an interesting story about uh, Mike Peterson oh. and his wife and his wife, Brittany, by the way, they moved to El Salvador about uh, uh, eight or nine years ago, but have been working there for about 15 years ago in a social uh, project called Hope House. Um, right. And I don't know how much time we have. I, I'd love to tell the story of, of, of that and how it all happened, but oh, I don't absolutely. know where we are. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And th- here is the here, folks. This is what we're talking about here. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the, this is the real deal. And there is a under under underway now a Mike Cobb community there, folks, which, yeah. as you know, is the creme de la creme of residential resort communities in the Caribbean. So how's that coming along? When can we expect to see what will people have an opportunity to buy with Bitcoin in the, in the, the community? Absolutely. This will be a community for Bitcoiners. And and so we really expect a complete sellout to folks in the Bitcoin community. Like I said, we've hired an engineering company. They're doing all the uh, engineering work so that we can actually go submit the the engineering documents to all the various ministries, most important, uh, uh, the Ministry of Environment, so we can get our permits. But, you know, we had a meeting with uh, the housing minister, uh, I, I guess maybe two months ago now. Uh, just to tell her what our plans are, and she was enthusiastic. Obviously, you know, we're looking at we're looking at creating a a, a community of about you know 350 to 450 addresses, depending on how it all plays Great. out. Great, um, yeah. But like you said, a, a Mike Cobb community, yeah. uh, but people can pay with Bitcoin, and and once they're there, if they want to get down to the restaurant, everything can Bitcoin. And in fact, I mean, that's already the case in El Salvador now. I mean, you can write, you can buy, you can buy a Coca Cola, 50 cent Coca Cola with with your uh, Chivo wallet and 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 in Bitcoin, um, with the Bitcoin, so, er- with everything, the Bitcoin. and they and yep. keep in mind, folks, this community, this Mike Cobb community, will have all the amenities. So when oh, yeah. you're there, you live in a wonderful, wonderful community. Everything you want is right there, and you can pay for everything, as you just said, Mike, with Bitcoin. With, this with is Bitcoin. this is this yeah. is the future. Well, this right. is the future. It is the future. And, 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 and I'll tell you the quick, the quick version of the story. And if you, you know, we get Mike Peterson on here one of these days and maybe that's what we'll yeah. do. We'll invite him to come be a part of Great. a you know, three way interview and let him tell the story much better. But, you know, he was working down there helping inbound uh, faith based organizations with uh, logistics. Right. So a church wants to come down and, and, and do a project. Right. But they don't want to figure out how to move their people around or, you know, where to feed them and blah, blah, blah. So he would do all of that in country logistics. And he one of these groups called him up one day and said, hey, this is maybe about four years ago now, said, hey, Mike, you know, we got this big donor. He wants to pay in Bitcoin, but it, to take the donation, you're not allowed to convert it to cash. You have to figure out a way to make Bitcoin transactional, right? Because this Excellent. guy, Excellent. yeah. So Mike figured out how to do it. He hired really smart people to come and help him do it, right? And and then COVID hit, right? Then COVID hit. And unlike the U.S. where, you know, everybody got a check or if you, you asked for a check, you got a check. I don't know if everyone got one. But anyway, uh, you know, so 
Uh, but in El Salvador, there's no money like that. There's no printing press. They're they're on the dollar. The El, El Salvador's on the dollar economy. They can't print more dollars, right? So whatever they had, they had. And people were people were going hungry, and and you know tourism went to zero, of course. And and uh, and so Mike went back to this donor and said, Hey, I got you know six eight hundred families here in El Zonte who are struggling just to feed their families, right? Can you can you give them more Bitcoin? And the donor said, yes, I will give everybody who has their wallet, you know, 30, 35 bucks a month in Bitcoin. Fantastic. Uh, and, and and the community started, I mean, it got this huge injection. And what happened was Bitcoin became transactional. It wasn't speculative. Oh, I'm going to buy it and hope it goes to the moon, right? No, no. I'm going to get my $35. I'm going to go buy food for my family, right? And, the, you know, I mean, it's very transactional. And then the government, the federal government saw what was happening, Bukele, President Bukele and his team, and said, yep. wow, we want this for the whole country. So that's the short version of the story. And and by the way, Mike Peterson was just on 60 Minutes a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so if you look at 60 Minutes, I can't remember, like middle of middle of uh, end of March, I think, or beginning of April, um, he, he tells the story there. It's uh, I mean, he's been written up in Forbes magazine. I mean, he's he truly is the godfather and the hero of of what's happened with Bitcoin in El Salvador. And we're just, we're just really honored to be able to work with him and, and be a part of, of, be a part of taking, you know, El Zonte, Bitcoin Beach is what it's nicknamed now, taking that and just to a whole different level of, of tourism and growth and industry and sustainability, right? You put, you know, call it 400 addresses in there. You know, those yep. are homes that are going to be occupied by tourists, occupied by owners, are going to be eating in restaurants, going to the grocery stores, great. right? It's I mean, great. It's it's full economic sustainability forever, or you know, I mean, almost whatever. It's just, forever, it, right? it, a genuine community, a genuine Mycock yep. community. And yep. let, let me let, let me read something to you. You mentioned you know that uh, Bukele adopted it thanks to Mike Peterson, and now you've stepped in to help expand it. Let me yep. read a, a real quickly a, a quote from you from an interview you did with our own uh, Charlotte Tweed. Charlotte okay. is with Escape Artists. She also, every folks, every uh, Tuesday, she does a her own show, Charlotte's Wandering Web on Offshore.club, and she's great. She's fantastic. Yeah, here's she something. Is. Here's you put it in perspective in your interview with her. What Bitcoin is going to mean to El Salvador? Okay, and folks, another reason for you to get in early and invest in this new Mike Cobb community. Let me, let me read this to you. It's brief. This move to Bitcoin as legal tender adds a whole other element to El Salvador's portfolio. Like Puerto Rico started attracting all Bitcoin billionaires and millionaires uh, when it went to Bitcoin, El Salvador is going to have the same kind of rebirth of financial vitality. It's a great yeah. statement. And that, that's what you see. That's well, what you see. Yeah, and it's already happening. It's not going to happen. It is happening. Right. It is happening. I mean, these, yeah. these Bitcoin... Bitcoinsters, whatever they call themselves, they're kind of like like the Apple's raving fans. I mean, yeah. they yeah. live Bitcoin. Yeah, you know, and 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 they're moving there. They're setting up businesses there, right? I mean, it has already spurred the economy in some really dynamic ways, and and really in ways that are the waves of the future, right? It's not it's not making That's underwear it. and all the maquila stuff that they do, right? No, 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 or ag stuff. I mean, look, it's okay to grow coffee and, and you know, make raise beans and make cheese, right? I mean, that's all great, right? And so, well, obviously, I'm wearing underwear, so I'm happy somebody's making my underwear. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, right? <laughs> but, 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 
to bring a whole new set of people in who are building businesses on the blockchain. I mean, this is where it's going. And, 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 and El Salvador is now leading the way uh, in many areas because so many people have just said, wow, I mean, I, I, I want to support Bukele. I want to support El Salvador. I'm going to take my business down there. Yeah. And, and Mike, I'm glad in your quote with Charlotte, I'm glad you pointed out billionaires and millionaires because yeah. the, a lot of these Bitcoin people are very well to do. So they're investing in El Salvador is yeah. a good sign to the rest of us to follow the lead of the leaders. It's yep. just that simple, right? Yep. I, I yep. know you were you and Joel, Joel Nagel, folks, who does a show every Thursday at Offshore.club, Global Wealth Fortress Report, which is incredible yep. for asset protection. But he said a couple of weeks ago, you and him were, I guess it was the Miami conference. And he said, Carter, I've never seen so many Lamborghinis in my it's life. True. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, the, 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 a lot of these guys have silly money. Silly money. Look, if you bought if you bought ten thousand bitcoins when they were a dollar a piece or two dollars a piece or or five dollars a piece, right? You put fifty grand in, right? And you got ten thousand bitcoins. Now they're worth forty six, oh, whatever they're worth today, forty six thousand yeah. dollars. You're worth four hundred and sixty million dollars today. I mean, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Right? I mean, like, wow. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so folks, follow, follow Mike Cobb and the Lamborghinis yeah. down to yeah. down to El Salvador. Now, let's expand El Bukele. You yeah. recall, this man is very serious. He's cut crime in El Salvador by 75%. Yeah. Um, and he's very serious about the, the Bitcoin is legal tender. You recall a couple of weeks ago when some members of Congress attacked him for it, and his response was, you need to learn your, to mind your own business, which was a great response. And that leads to the more to the second quote that that deeply impressed me from you to Business Insider. Okay. okay. Yeah. And that is the global impact of Bitcoin and where you see it going. Mike, this is just a great statement. I I, I want to read it verbatim because it blew me away when I read it. This this was in uh, let's see in January also. Okay, here's the quote, folks, and pay attention to this because this is why this gentleman is the offshore oracle, and it tells you something about the importance of what's going on with Bitcoin. Having alternative currencies will present international locations with monetary freedom from U.S. financial embargoes. This was long before all this disruption the U.S. is doing now. Yeah. In addition to safety and opposition to world inflationary financial insurance policies. It's an incredible statement. International locations like Iran have already begun utilizing Bitcoin to evade U.S. economic sanctions. And more and more international locations are exploring uh, the Bitcoin currencies. That's an incredible statement. And I recall you're also saying that it frees people from restrictions from uh, countries, not people, countries from restrictions by the IMF. Yeah. In the time we have left, a few minutes, give us your insights into how you believe Bitcoin cryptocurrencies in general are are going to change the global financial landscape, Mike, because our people need to hear that. Yeah. You know, I, 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 it, I, I, I said that and I, I, I meant it. I still mean it. What, what that what that quote says. Um, but I think one of the things we have to really remember is that the whole crypto Bitcoin, Bitcoin and crypto 
is is really just a tiny drop in the bucket compared to the amount of fiat currencies that are out there, U.S. dollar, yeah. euros. I mean, you know, rubles, renminbi. I mean, you just go around the world, right? I mean, there's just there's like gazillions, or you know, I don't, I don't know, what, I don't know what happens after you know trillions, quadrillions, and you know, I mean, just on and on, right? I mean, there's just so much fiat, and the crypto right. stuff is, is just this tiny little drop in the bucket. Um, but but for the people who get in and adopt. I'm going to say the solid cryptos, Bitcoin being a, a very solid crypto. They're, yeah. they're, you know, they're, they're, and Bitcoiners would say everything else is, you know, is not. But I, I think there yeah. are other coins there that are, are pretty, pretty there solid are out there yeah. too, right? Um, there, there's a lot of crap. I mean, you know, I mean, really, there's a lot of crap out there uh, too. So, and, and it, it'll sort itself out over time as, as things, you know, do, right? Um, but, but for the people who get in and adopt cryptocurrency, not as a speculative, investment but as a transactional medium uh it does provide a, a measure of financial freedom and financial independence that that nothing maybe other than gold gold's just hard i mean what are you going to do i mean how much gold can you carry you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah that's right you know, if you're worth 460 million dollars of gold like you better yeah. have a, a semi tractor trailer i guess i don't know how much that is it's you know right anyway but I mean, gold offers the same kind of thing, right? Um, but I just want to throw like a total wild card into the mix and we can talk about it another day. I read an article in uh, uh, Zero Hedge uh, how uh, the, the, the sanctions that are happening now in, um, in, uh, in Russia, the U.S. sanctions in Russia are really uh, exacerbating a, a very rapid shift from a world dominated by U.S. dollars to a commodity-based uh, 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 you know, fiat system, right? And so yeah. I think I, I think that, that, that this this moving to commodities as the basis of fiat, as opposed to gold standard, and then the U.S. dollar reserve standard. I mean, we've seen this change over time, right? It's changing, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so now we're we're going to mix. Now we're going to see this big sea change into commodities being the heavy factor in the value of fiat, right? But then you're going to have this crypto thing nibbling on the side. I mean, it's going to get real interesting. It's going to be dynamic it's going to be uh uh it, it, you know it's going to be scary too i mean it's going to be up it's going to be down I mean, there's a lot of elements at play here right and 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 establishments like the u.s uh aren't going to go easy right no i mean the u.s doesn't want to lose you know homogeny on the on the uh on the dollar system i mean like you know they're going to fight it as long as they can but but you know all all empires end right all, all empires, empires end. end and uh you know i mean you can be on the right side or the wrong side of that equation. I mean, you can wish and hope that it wouldn't, and and but that doesn't make it not happen. So anyway, I think I think we should all hedge our bets a little bit and and yeah. and be smart. Have commodities, have some crypto, have some gold, right? Have offshore real estate. I mean, I, I think owning a piece of real estate outside your home country oh, it's just fine. such a simple, easy thing to do. I mean, it's just so simple and so easy, but but could be truly could be the difference between life and death someday in the future, right? I mean, if things totally go off the rails, you know, in your home country, um, you know, and you have a place overseas that you can move to, like th that really could be the difference between life and death. Um, sure could. And, I mean, it's just not, not that hard. And, um, and, 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 uh, and, and I hope folks will take a chance to, to you know, to really explore that uh, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Hey, before we go, vital. before we go, Carter, I, I just got to show you guys 
So I was up on my balcony and I couldn't get enough Wi-Fi. I was looking out <laughs> over top of this marina and all this stuff behind me. I am in the Azores today and I'm in, a, in, in the main uh, uh, the main airport uh, is uh, Punta Delgado, the town. Uh, it's not the airport. It's the town of Punta Delgado. And uh, one of these times I'm here to look at a villa project that our good friend Joel Nagel has put together for folks looking for a second residency in in uh, Portugal, right, which is an EU country. So you can get an yep. EU residency. Uh, it's their golden visa program. I'm, I'm off to meet the architects tomorrow and then see the, the property owner with the deals coming together. It's almost finished. Uh, so one of these times, Carter, we should we should talk about the uh, the Azores as well. So anyway, I think it's great. Out. And also, Portugal does not tax Bitcoin. That is correct. Yeah. So that's that yet correct. another reason to follow Mike's lead there. Mike, you you were the, the pioneer in offshore investing. I think you're doing some pioneering in cryptocurrency. So I appreciate your laying it out for us. This has been Absolutely. great. Thank yeah. you, sir. All right. Thanks, we're we're, we're going to yep. do it again next week, folks. It, it, that's the man whose lead you follow. It's very simple. I know. I hope you were taking some notes there because uh, just as he, as I said, pioneered moving offshore, Mike Cobb communities in El Salvador now, Nicaragua, uh, Belize, throughout Central America, taking Bitcoin now, that tells you this is the direction in which to go. So as I tell you every week, once again, thanks for joining us and let's do this thing.